Where the fuck is the rest of my pencil? <laughs> is it under this cat? Oh, it's under this cat. Hello, and welcome to yet another... What are we called? A star to steer her by. That's the one. <laughs> How many episodes have we gone, Ames, that you don't remember the name of I, the podcast? Who are you people? What are you doing in my Zoom account? I'm James. Thank you, James. Oh, uh, no, we're doing, we're doing the thing. We're on episode 180. Woo! As usual, I am Ames. As you've come to expect, I am Caitlin. As you no doubt fear, I am Jake. <laughs> I am always in pain. This is Chris. I'm James. And James is here. Hello, James. James. James is logged in remotely. We're all logged in remotely. It's fucking Zoom theater o'clock. And we're here doing the Starters Here by Thing, finishing up season three of Deep Space Nine. Goddamn. Hot dog, yeah. So we're just going to do one episode because when we, we realize when we do multiple episodes and a season wrap, it takes 15 hours to fucking record. Well, and well also, also we, we got- ran out of season. <laughs> Well, we also, yeah, we got fucked over by that uh, cheeky oh, two-parter. That, yeah, that sneaky, sneaky two-parter. God damn it. Dirty, that, that dirty, threw off dirty all your delicate calculations. Yeah, well, plus we know Ew. next week is a is also a two-parter. Yep. Less yep. sneaky, a very Much obvious two-parter. Yep. Yeah, so doing all of that, plus our season wrap, plus having James Rossi on, on ah. doing the thing. Would have been way too many things. So we're only covering the adversary right now. What is the adversary, you say? Well, it's the season finale of season three, Hot Diggity Dog. We meet up with Captain Sisko. You notice how I say Captain now? Because he just got his last pip on his uniform thing. They're in fancy uniforms. Everyone's super, super happy. It's going to be a great day for everyone. And end of episode. The end. Woo! What a party. Ambassador Krajensky shows up and tells Sisko that, oh no, the... Sinkethi, this alien race who's been hostile to us in the past, is going through this coup thing. Their Autark, which is their ruler, just got ousted or killed or both. And now there's probably going to be all this unrest and they might take it out on the Federation because they're known to do that. We should go check things out and cooler heads will prevail. So they realize, okay, we'll go out there and do that. So they start flying out there. They're doing the thing. O'Brien is uh, hanging out in some tubes to find a place to masturbate or something. And he notices all this weird shit's going on where all these random conduits keep appearing that look like they're probably sabotage. Uh, he runs into Julian down there, also looking for a place to masturbate. And he's like, Julian, what are you doing down here? Oh, nothing. Just the usual Julian stuff. Just, you know, masturbating. Yep. Uh, so after they suck each other off, what happens? Yeah, they realize, oh no, something is going wrong on the Defiant. And O'Brien realizes, huh, Julian was down there and probably shouldn't have been. Maybe something's going wrong. Maybe Julian is secretly a traitor that we didn't think of before. Let's figure this out. So they realize, okay, all these force fields that are that are up doing the thing, and if you encounter one of these sabotaged what's-its, you leave a trace of some kind of thing that Jedzia can scan you for, and we can figure out who the traitor is this way. Well, it's specifically because they were in the I don't a care. part of the engine room, and it's Tetrion particles. Okay. They so they're checking can, for gunpowder because if you yeah. fire so a can, gun, they can scan every person and figure out who was the one doing the thing. 
So when they go to scan Ambassador Krajinsky, who's still here, they're like, oh no, it was you. And he's like, yep, I'm a, I'm a changeling. So he changelings himself into some goo and goos away. <laughs> goos away. He so they say, oh the no. Now the, the big bad thing is there's a changeling loose on the ship. It could literally be anything or anyone. So we can no longer trust each other. We can no longer trust paintings or tripwires that are laying around. Rats. We can no longer trust walls and rats. It could be anyone. Everyone pair up. We're going to shoot literally everything on the ship to figure out what the changeling is. And everyone pairing off ends up going awry immediately because they all get separated from their partners. Cisco's partner gets fucking killed. Kira and her Bolian partner get separated. Odo and Eddington get separated. So it could literally be anybody except Siska because they realize, oh, Siska is bleeding and changelings don't bleed because anything that drips off of them would turn back into goo. So we know it's not Siska. And now we realize, oh, if we just check everybody's blood, we can figure out which one of us is the changeling. So we go to go do that. And they realize, oh, it's been Eddington. Damn it, Eddington, you goddamn idiot. Until they meet up with a second Julian. And now there's two Julians in the room. That's normal. It's still Eddington, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so change- I can't believe Eddington's done this. Changeling Julian. You made two. <laughs> you made another Bashir, you fool. <laughs> yeah, so Changeling Julian, like, whisks himself away, goos away, as he does. And again, the changeling is loose somewhere on the ship. So they really haven't made a whole lot of progress. Meanwhile, O'Brien is trying to fix engineering all by himself because Jedzia's been knocked out. Um, With and like they an need... overdose of some kind of sedative, right? Yikes. Yeah, so O'Brien is very, very busy and they realize, okay, if we can't get this figured out ASAP, the ship is still heading toward the Zinkethi, and if we just show up there, they're probably going to be pissed. And I'm not sure what the hell is going on there. We'll talk about that. But we should just self-destruct the ship if things go too wrong because having a changeling on board hiding out is really, really bad. Finally, in engineering, O'Brien is just nearly finishing up doing the thing when all of a sudden, two Odos pop up and they're like, hey, I'm Odo. Hey, I'm Odo. No, you're not. No, you're not. It's like the fucking Kirk thing all over again. And they do that mirror trick where one moves their hand, like right hand, and the other does their <laughs> left. It's like every classic Looney Tune ever. Yeah. So, so finally, one of the Odos attacks O'Brien, and they're like, "Ah, that one's definitely Odo." <laughs> He's always attacking O'Brien. Oh, famously, so famously, always. So actual Odo grabs fake ass Odo, throws him up against the warp core. Fucking kills the guy. So now we can no longer say a changeling has never harmed another changeling. Although this guy was really, really asking for it. Yeah. And in his dying words, he says to, to actual Odo, it's too late. We're everywhere. And that's, this is where we end season three. Which that's how you end the season. Yeah. But here's the thing. Yeah. This was such a stupid thing. Because Why? we see him whisper to Odo, and then eight seconds later, Odo tells us what he said. I was kind of like, yeah, I could have just really let him feel. say it. That's it, what I mean. It just felt like there was no payoff. I was like, ooh, ooh, are we ever going to know what was said? Oh, yeah, eight seconds later. Okay. It gives them the opportunity that maybe he said more than that. And Bullsh that's about all it does. Bullshit. He moved his yeah. face next to him for half a second, and then he turned into ashes. I saw it. There's no way. Indeed. So everyone agrees that this Odo is now the fake-ass changeling now, right? 
No. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> that would that would have been amazing. No. No. Hmm. I don't like it. Yeah. I have I have a whole bunch of backstory for this episode that I was reading up about. Because originally they wanted this to be a two-parter to end the season on a cliffhanger, which normally they do all the time and is fine. But yeah. for some reason, the station, the producers and shit were like, nope, we don't want to do that for this reason, for this season, for some reason, they never say. Well, they so actually, they say, their last couple seasons haven't been cliffhangers. The Jem Hadar was kind of a cliffhanger. Kind of, but it was still sort of like, it wasn't as directly like, like that yeah. specific plot was wrapped up and they, they did pick up the thread the very next thing, but like the actual plot of that episode at least was... Like, they're, they're really playing with the serialized format now, where it's yeah, like the, the season ender seeds ideas, but it's not a cliffhanger in the way, like, a lot of the TNG season yeah, finales were. Yeah, and I think that we'll see that, that the whispered statement is actually, in that sense, kind of a cliffhanger yeah. as well, because yeah. we definitely pick well, up that next season. As I said, it's less cliffhangery and more very, very much embracing that they're doing more serialized television now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it meant that because they were expecting to do this two-parter, that now suddenly they're like, oh, fuck. Squish we have to put together. A, we have to, together. We have to throw a one-parter together really, really fast. So they kind of kept the main, the main thread of there is a changeling saboteur hiding somewhere. Originally, it was going to be out on Earth. Oh, and they would have involved, like, Cisco's dad, and he would have been there. And it would have been this big thing on Earth where Earth is suddenly getting, you know, swarmed by changelings. But I think having, like, a smaller step to suddenly being swarmed by changelings is probably a better way to go anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But it also meant that they realized, okay, well, now that we're not doing it on Earth, we have to do it all on the Defiant. Fuck, we have to build the Defiant's engineering set in a day. Wow, yeah, that looked, looked good for a day. Good. Yeah, it looked great, and it really did. Like it was a good job of like you know everything is kind of cramped. Yeah, the various set designers complain a lot because normally on the soundstage they have sets that can also double as other things a lot, and we see that a lot. Right. But this engineering set can't double as anything else. Yeah. So they think it's a waste of space. Looks good mm. though. So. If we've learned anything from TNG and DS9, Which it's that the nope, Federation, sometime between, like, basically the end of Star Trek VI and the start of TNG, was just constantly at war. Because With the Zenkathy people? Suddenly there's the Zenkathy who we've never heard of before. There were the border wars with Jono's people. There were the Cardassian border wars. Like, how many wars were there right before TNG? Lots. So many. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's like wars, wars. I wonder if like some of these are just like more like storage wars. You feel like? Or... <laughs> yeah. I mean, like not like cake, cake wars. Yeah, conflict. Cupcake wars. Yeah. 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 Like you I'm know, pretty like, sure you, the Federation could probably just annihilate most of the people they come across. They just don't because they pretend they're the good guys. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just it's just funny how many of these little things keep popping up and people are like, oh yeah, the Federation, they're so peaceful. It's like, are they? I mean, there were those like uh, monster people that they had. The Picard had to to talk with that one time. The Irish? <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? Oh, you mean that with his stupid <laughs> thing there from the big goodbye? What did the Irish ever do to you? What the fuck? No, the one where they had to like dig up some treaty that was like. Had and they had to find oh, like that, that tiny one. loophole. Yes, 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 yes. I forgot about them. 
That's another I do, one. I do not remember what you guys. They were going to get blown about. up, and then Picard was like, "Well, I demand an arbitrator, you, you know, and, yeah, a, a not an impartial arbitrator that will take six weeks to get here." Well, no, it wasn't even that. It was an arbitrator from a species that was like currently in mass hibernation, no less. Mm. Yes, that's I forgot right. about that. Yeah, they were like the I want to say like the Shogoth syndicate, but that's a Lovecraftian thing. Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. But yeah, no, something mine was corporate. I think what. It might have been like something corporate or something. Yeah, something yeah that like sounds that. right, actually. That's something. Uh, and yeah, Ames, I think, was the big goodbye where he had to like get out of the hollow deck to give that stupid greeting. Mm. But that's neither here nor there. Got a bigger war a brewing, apparently. Oh, yeah. Huge. I mean, the d- how are there changelings everywhere? How long have they been coming into the Alpha Quadrant and getting all up in everyone's grill? I mean, presumably since they found out about the wormhole. Yeah, yeah, but Deep, then Deep Space Nine is right. Workers, then. Yeah, Deep Space Nine is right by the wormhole. How have they not seen, or just have they been? I'm sure they the just fer- get on board another yeah, ship. Yeah, okay, the Ferengi. Right. The Ferengi have been doing a lot of trading over there. That's true. Fucking yeah, Zek, there's ships man. going. There's ships going through the wormhole all the time. All you have to do is either masquerade as a piece of equipment or yeah. replace a person yep. on one of those ships, yep, and yep. Uh, you're in. I'm gonna, literally going to be a sticker. Be part of the wall like Oda was that time. One of the extra yeah. reclamators. Yeah, be a bag. <laughs> Why are there so many rats on this ship? No reason. <laughs> it's Changelings, uh, we luck. can change into two things. <laughs> People and rats. <laughs> I do like that uh, apparently humanity managed to bring rats into space and they have now become such an invasive species that no one bats an eye at them. And Cardassian voles. Yes, mm. true. Aren't yeah, we're, we're going like to bring we're going to bring pests wherever we go. Mm. Mm. Yes, no one no one checks the ships that we're actually bringing places. I mean, that one yeah, astronaut. That's, that's going to be a new thing. We're like, what they should probably do at the wormhole is every any ship that comes through needs to the entire crew needs to be blood tested for and rats? no for <laughs> changelings. <laughs> And then they have to do like a a baryon sweep. Or yeah, I was something. gonna say like yeah. a baryon sweep. Yeah, I mean, really, there should be some pretty intense quarantine controls, considering they just managed to get a wormhole to another part of the galaxy. Who knows what they've got going on over there? And I mean, this yeah. is why I say contamination would be real bad. Every week, I say we should have bo- fucking blown up the wormhole. Is mm-hmm. it actually that useful when it's also this fucking much of a threat? No, it would be a genocide. Well, well, because of the wormhole aliens? Yeah. We don't know if they can survive. <laughs> they probably wouldn't. How about we go in and ask them? See, I always just assumed like, you could collapse properly. the end of it without destroying the whole thing. But I guess that's mm. not how I wormholes mean, work, probably. Yeah, a hole does need two sides. <laughs> well, but also, this isn't a traditional wormhole either, as we know, since it has the wormhole aliens in it, like... It may yeah, not I think they follow. just call it the wormhole on the show, but I don't think it is like. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's. I don't think oh. it's like the same as the Barzan wormhole. Yeah, no, it's something. It's its own weird thing. So, what is a traditional wormhole? Where it's just like a hole in space, okay. and it's science, not weird yeah. aliens. Okay. Whereas, that are whereas borderline the, magical. This is like an actual alien habitat that just happens to have an entrance and an exit. Yeah, and it happens to have wormhole esque qualities. Because they also say that, oh, this is, you know, there's never been a stable wormhole of this size discovered. Yeah. And that's that's like, that's also why the Barzan wormhole was so, they were so interested in that, because they thought it was a stable wormhole. 
until they found out that it kind of just moves around. That was the, yeah. was that the one in the price? That was the one in the price okay. where the the Ferengi got trapped in the Delta Quadrant, never to be seen again. Well, but uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of lot of paranoia in this episode. Understand? Yeah, that was so. the theme. It was great. Like it, yeah, like a monster that can be anyone and anything. That's a great idea. Well, and the fact that like the Defiant in its you know is already such a cramped ship. That really just adds to the whole, like, pressure of it all. Like, you don't even have to necessarily... I mean, they do, but you don't even have to just go into the Jeffrey's tubes to feel claustrophobic. That fucking turbo lift, which, as far as I can tell, only goes side to side, is like a closet. It was barely big enough for Cisco and Dax. Yeah. Like, so that just... The the size of the Defiant's a little weird. Because apparently there was, like, 47 crew members? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. And then when they showed, like, when they were trying to clear the ship and, like, you know, they were using their phasers to, like, test everything. They basically were just literally shooting huge chunks of the ship. They went into the Jeffries tube and that thing was gigantic. Yeah, it was an incredibly long Jeffries tube. It's a very flat but very long ship is the impression I'm under. Yeah, it's just it's just weird. It it felt like the ship should not be as cramped as it is with a lot of the other information that they give. Hmm. Yeah, the the Jeffries tube, I agree, definitely seems out of place. But 47 crew I could buy. I mean, I I imagine the Defiant can't be, is probably no smaller than, you know, like a typical submarine. Yeah. And and I feel like those have crews in the hundreds, right? Yeah, but I feel like those are the same size, if not smaller, than what the Defiant looked like. Yeah, submarines are notoriously cramped, too. I know, but so is the Defiant. Mm. And, And we've seen the quarters, you know, they're both, they're all double bunks, so... I don't know. I could buy. I could buy. You know, fifty people being on that crew. But yeah, the long Jeffrey's tube was a little weird. It was very long. <laughs> I was I like, oh, forty-seven that. people would like. They should all have their own rooms. Yeah, it was the room where um, Kira and the Bolian were gonna both go crawl, and they say, "After you, no, after you. What? Don't you trust me? Fuck no!" And they were gonna go crawl in there. Oh, the thing that irritated okay. me most, though, about that fucking Jeffrey's tube when she shot down it was how fucking precise her <laughs> aim was to, to not, like, to shoot down a very narrow tube that appeared to be hundreds of yards long and not hit the walls. Hey, listen, she used to shoot womp rats at, you know, <laughs> s- s- whatever the fuck they say in Star Wars. Yeah, you know what it is? The, the aim is slightly computer-assisted, so, like, no matter how she aims, the nozzle actually slightly tilts. Oh, she's she's aimbotting. God damn yeah. it! Fucking and she wasn't she wasn't the only one that Here's made that shot. Here's using hacks. Yeah, no aimbot's just standard uh, standard uh, issue when a Starfleet phaser rifle. So I have to admit, I'm not too hot on this episode. No, why not? No, I thought it was I thought it was a very very weak episode in general, let alone for a se- like season finale. And the entire epi- the entire episode is just the thing, but not done as well. I haven't mm. seen the thing. It's Neither real have I. good. It's the same idea. Of all, of all the stupid Ant- Antarctic shit. Antarctic base. Yeah. Of all the stupid shit I watch for this for this podcast, yeah. I have not watched the thing. I mean, if you're down with like some pretty intense gore and body horror, then go for it. Dude, um, after watching Event Horizon, I can probably watch anything. Yeah, no, the thing yeah. is a great movie. It, I mean, it is. It. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, which kind of colors my perception of this one. Because I hold the thing in such high regard, it's sort of like every 
every step that this episode did either followed in the footsteps of the thing or wasn't doing a great job at something oh. the thing did. You know, it'd be a great someone should do a prequel to the thing, except it's the true story of the Scott expedition. <laughs> That's great. I love it. It's just an did, alien. Someone, I think, technically did something not entirely unlike that not too long ago. It was not the Scott expedition, but it was some, like, old-timey Arctic expedition, and it ended up getting wiped out by aliens or monsters or something, and not British gumption. I feel like uh, <laughs> that should be a play, and it should be done. <laughs> I do that. I forget play. what it was called. It was a Ames, miniseries. You should write it, uh, Was it The Terror? Maybe. Might have been The Terror. But yeah, no, so like, yeah, and, and so I did look up on Memory Alpha because I was I was surprised at how much it, this episode correlates with stuff in the thing. And apparently they claim that it wasn't an inspiration. Really? They claim that they were watching a different movie, which so, OK, so there's an original story and it's called Who Goes There? And it's about an Antarctic base where a shape shifting psychic alien essentially starts replacing people. Hmm. And it goes through that. It's a really good short story, too. And then there was like a 60s or 50s sci-fi film, which is very loosely based off of it, which involves like a plant alien on an Arctic base. And everyone's really like paranoid, but like there's no shape-shifting involved. It's just some alien invader. It's essentially a monster, monster movie, but set in the Arctic. And then in the 80s, The Thing came out. And it follows the story much more closely, except it also adds in a ton of really amazing practical, like, gore effects. And it was technically a remake of The Thing from Another World, right? Yeah, that's, I think that's the name of the first, that, the that first. The one? Right, that's not, yeah, and, that, and, and I mean, it's not really a remake, it's, it's, re the thing is just based on the who same, goes there. They're, they're, right. they're just based on the same property. Okay, I see, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And apparently, so apparently they didn't watch the one that included shape-shifting aliens. They watched the one that included the, you know, just the general monster. And then somehow also made, I don't know, I don't really believe them when they claim they didn't base this on the thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I It I've does sort of sound like they're fucking liars. Yeah. I've never seen the thing, but I know enough about the gist of it that when you said it feels like it's based off the thing, I was like, yeah, no, definitely yeah. is. Definitely is. And if they say otherwise, yeah, talking out their asses. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so it just it just kind of feels like, you know, it was it was just, you know, the, the poor man's version of the thing. And it, it included like weird stuff that like never seemed to get like resolved. Like at one point, Eddington says, like, aren't you hot? And Oda says, oh, I don't sweat. And it's like, oh, this is going to be a great setup for when there's two people and they need to determine who's the real one because one will be sweating and the other one won't. And that's how you'll and then they don't do that. I totally yeah. thought that was going to happen for yeah, no they, reason. They could have used it, but then they're just like, eh, screw it and just have two Yo two Odos show up. That's been a theme. This came up a lot last week, too, that they set stuff up and that didn't deliver. So. Yeah, they really fucked that up. I guess they're yeah. just tired at the end of the season or something. <laughs> I, I was waiting for them to just be like, we're just going to turn off the thermostat, and whoever doesn't schwitz <laughs> is the shapeshifter. Well, too bad they didn't have uh, Garrick's little uh, machine. Yeah, can you... Mm. Can, well, that thing was destroyed. We never, we never hear of that again. Can a changeling make it look like they're sweating, though? Probably, but you could then wipe the sweat away and, nah. the, and when it stops no. touching them it would turn back into goo nobody wants mm. to touch anybody sweaty it's gross 
Yeah, no one would do it. They'd never figure it out. They'd be like, yeah. nope. I actually read, which is the, the my new favorite thing, is that even though it was never like, you know, they, they accused Eddington every fucking time we see Eddington of being a, a changeling. And it's, you know, it, eventually we determined, we determine, oh no, it's been Julian this whole time. He probably faked Eddington's blood test. Fans out there fucking still went wild assuming <laughs> that uh, Eddington was just a second changeling. And he's <laughs> definitely a changeling. And when no. all the writers got wind of this, they were like, well, in this case, we are never going to make Eddington a changeling. Well, that's, he, like, Julian is so clearly palming Eddington's yeah. blood yeah. sample in that there, one shot that you have to be a super a, awkward close up of him like kind yeah. of shuffling things around yeah. and yeah. you can see he's got a second vial. But here's the thing, right? All right, continuity issue. Yeah. So they say that once the blood is separated from the changeling it turns back into changeling goo. But when he holds up Eddington's vial or you know, quote unquote Eddington's vial. Yeah, it takes a second for it to change. It takes a second. But if it was already, you know, fake Julian's goo in there shouldn't have it shouldn't it have already been goo was the yeah. vial part of fake julian oh that's interesting can, oh can can they be glass maybe i don't know i guess so but there's yeah. a whole vial then the whole vial would have changed here's right? the, here's the, they can be rats they can that's be, true they can be anything. here's the wild thing what when we we determine in this episode that when a changeling is shaped as another thing it is that thing. We kind of yeah. we kind of already knew this, but now it's determined like when Jadzia scanned the ambassador, he registered as human. Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. See, that goes big. back to my whole thing about that Odo has to have eyes to see or ears to hear. Mm. Yeah, I guess it does actually. But it, that doesn't make sense because that doesn't jive with when he's a wall, you know? Yeah. Maybe he makes really tiny microscopic little wall ears that you just can't yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> the wall is actually ears. just made they up are, of ears. They are functionally ears, but they are visually a wall. I want to see Odo masquerading as a painting, but he still makes the eyes the move. Eyes move. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually there's something like that in a comic I was reading once. A character is a uh, they're a shapeshifter. Their natural form is a dragon. And when they try to turn into a human, they're not really good at it. So they just have these little sphere like cartoon hands and someone is like how are they picking stuff up and when they like zoomed in it turns out it wasn't a sphere it was like a sphere covered in tiny hands dislike i don't like this so i imagine a wall just made up of tiny like you zoom in it's like oh god it's just ears shapeshifter uh yeah so we do get eddington back though and yeah. uh i'm actually surprised that they weren't more accusatory of him once they realized that there was a saboteur like, I would immediately, if I was Cisco, I'd be like, all right, let's, as a precaution, lock up Eddington, put him in the brig for what? safekeeping. Last time we had a non One person on the ship has previously sabotaged oh, it yeah. before. You mean I before see... they even knew it was a changeling, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. They, before they knew it was a changeling, they just knew it was a saboteur. But see, the last time he saboteured, it was on orders from a higher up. This would be and acting against... that was like against... two weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that they was don't like know. really yeah. recent. I, I think they should just, anytime something goes wrong, they should lock up Eddington. <laughs> I'm on board. My lunch is cold. Put Eddington in the brig. And then yeah, call O'Brien, I mean, the, put that bitch to work. Yeah, see, my the, first just, assumption when things started going wrong was, oh no, O'Brien brought Pup and Pup got out. Damn it, no, Pup. No, not Pup. <laughs> um, Fucking Pup. <laughs> I, thought, I was also surprised that, like, the ambassador wasn't met with some more suspicion considering he was, you know, the one that, no one knew before this. Mm. Well, Ben yeah. apparently knew. Yeah, 
The way they were talking, they were old That's buddies. True. I guess, yeah, they're old buddies. And man, oh, that guy's he's... that guy's apparently dead as fuck now. Oh yeah, the real one. Ben's been a captain for three days, and he already knows every other captain by memory. Yep, that's how it goes. Because when they say to call up the Ulysses, he doesn't have to look. He's like, oh, yes, call up Captain Fifer. Well, yeah. you know, he's been spending that's... a lot of time with the Facebook. It's fine. <laughs> no, what it is, is just after Wolf 359, there's like 30 ships in Starfleet. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's true. Still, still haven't shored up those numbers. Yeah. But yeah, so this is the... You know, so the changelings have already basically taken out the Romulans mm-hmm. and the Cardassians, or at least, you know, taken out their big fleets. Yeah. Yeah, their um, big secret fleet. But what's interesting, though, I was thinking about this, you know, this is about the previous episode, but they did. They only took out the secret fleets. There's still the regular Cardassian and Romulan fleets that are still just as powerful as they were. Yeah. So they really didn't accomplish too much. They they basically orchestrated the construction of a fleet and then the destruction of that fleet. Great job, changelings. I well, mean, see, it, it distract. it's a distraction from yeah. what the real problem is, is because now there's going to be all this, you know, political infighting and strife and all of these problems on both Cardassia and Romulus. And it just gives them more time. And like they they are really good at using their time. This is yeah. their version of tweeting. But also, they, uh, when you think yeah. about it, like, we know the Cardassians built a secret separate fleet. We don't know the Romulans did. The Tal Shiar might have just conscripted a bunch of their regular warships. That's true. So, yeah. So, but at any rate, this is basically the, the Changeling's efforts to take out the Federation, or at least get the Federation distracted enough that they won't be paying attention to what the Changelings are up to, I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, I Although, guess yeah. That was that was the whole plan. Basically, was like was to essentially have the Defiant go attack that alien race and then start a war with them. Yeah, and like if you're gonna do that, they should have done it with the Romulans or someone that you know. Like, why did they introduce this unknown race? Yeah, I mean the Cardassians like, would have made sense. The Cardassians or the Romulans or even you know the Klingons, even though they're friends. But like, if you were gonna have, if you were gonna try to set up. A war like wouldn't it have been way more interesting if like if like the news was hey bad news Gowron has been overthrown by you know some relative of Duras and yeah uh, yeah you know, the, anti-federation the, extreme. the federa- an anti-federation yeah, Duras's so you, son is still floating around yeah yeah we have to get over you know we got to send the Defiant in there make sure that this doesn't blow up and then you have the Federation attack or the you know the ah oh, and they could have sent Picard and Picard could have been the changeling. There you go. Here's my question then, though. If it's if it's all these races with whom we're in contact, why don't we just call them up and ask how they're doing? Why do we have to race in in the Defiant, assuming we're going to have to put down some kind of insurrection, when we could probably just be more in contact with them? Well, I so think the original... this was Cisco's first day. And... Oh, and he still trusts Krajinsky. He assumes Krajinsky has already done this, maybe. Probably. And well, what, I think was also, wait, what was Krajinsky? What was his was position? An ambassador. He was an ambassador. To who? To the oh. Zen Cathedral? I think them. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, like, I also think the original plan wasn't actually to go into Zen Cathy's space. It was to go to the border near some Federation colonies or something. Oh, yeah. And then we get that <sighs> that transmission from that colony saying, oh, God, we're under attack. Help, help. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's kind of reminded me of um, Conundrum. Arena? Conundrum. I was going to say a You know, because in that one, basically, 
they uh, in Conundrum, they're told that, okay, we're under orders to go destroy these people, but yeah. we can't call anybody. We can't check our orders. We just got to do it. And yeah, I get that they discover that there were problems with the transmitter, and that's why they couldn't ask permission. But I feel like the answer in that situation is don't just go engage. It's, well, we got problems with our transmitter. We should probably just stop. Well, I think that was a thing that was as soon as they realized there was something wrong there, everything else stopped working. So this plan was time. dumb from the from the get go because the the defiant was going to find out that there was an issue immediately. Mm. Yeah. Once you know, and then they discover those little bendy straws everywhere. Everything was over. That was a cool thing. I liked that. I feel like the, that had to have been filmed in, in reverse, where like they were peel, pulling them off or something. They must have. Yeah. Yeah, I got that impression too. Yeah, it looked cool. Yeah, I know they were definitely a practical effect because uh, the Memory Alpha article or my book article or whatever I read this said, oh yeah, everyone thinks they were CGI, but they won't. They were practicals and we had them lit up a certain way and make them look really cool. And didn't they look cool? But say, I they didn't look, sh- they didn't look didn't shitty look... enough to be CGI. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't look CGI at all. No, their CGI wasn't that good yet. I like our Bolian friend. Mm. Yeah, Bolians are nice to see. He was uh, paranoid. Yep. Yeah, I kept thinking this would make for a great kind of a board game or like a computer game kind of a thing, like like Mafia or Two Minute Werewolf Saboteur. or whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. I mean, certainly better than Ooh, the we actual... we should do that. We should make a variation of those games where somebody's a changeling. Yeah, and it could That'd change at any time. Yeah, but definitely better than the Star Trek board games so it would be like get. It would be like part like House on the House on Haunted Hill, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean. Betrayal at House on the Hill. Yeah, yeah. It would sort of be like that, too, I would think. Or like Scotland Yard. I don't know Scotland Yard. That sounds fun. Scotland Yard's fun. One of the people is like a, is the thief, and you're a cop, and you're trying to catch them, and they move secretly, so it's like hard to, I don't know. I've only played hmm. once or twice, and it was a long while ago, but it's a good game. Neat. So they have this standoff in engineering where O'Brien and... Helper. Brian are working on, uh, you know, trying to get the ship fixed, trying to take down the force fields that were preventing them from accessing the shit systems. Uh, and then two Odos show up. One Odo says, oh, remember when we went kayaking last week and you had some steak? Soup. I thought it was soup. Soup? Or steak stew? soup? It was stew, I think. Stew. But he didn't have a fork. Yeah, who the fuck eats stew with a fork? Depends on how stewy the stew is. Yeah, no, some stews are better with a fork. No bullshit. If it's a really stewy stew, it's very stews tr- are at least part liquid, which means you need a spoon. That's a soup. No, no, stew you can eat all of the chunks and then just drink the soup out of the bowl. Yeah, yeah if you were raising a fucking. Well, the barn. thing is, this this changeling has We're been talking doing about Brian here. Oh, fair. Yeah, never mind. This changeling. <laughs> no more. No further questions, ladder. Your Honor. This, this changeling has been doing its homework because. When it is Julian in the Jeffrey's tube, you know, because we later find out that was the changeling. When he scared the shit out of O'Brien, Rick goes, Doc, Julian! And he was feeling, oh, you called me Julian. Which means, you know, the changeling knows a lot about their relationship. Mm. Like, it's probably been hanging out on Deep Space Nine, listening in on conversations and shit for months. If not that one, then another, like, maybe there's another change. Because we know yeah. this changeling supposedly showed up already disguised as the ambassador. My God, it is Eddington! And, Jesus Christ! And it managed to trick Ben. Yeah. Um, 
into being into basically making Ben think that this is a lifelong friend of yours. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna I'm just gonna guess that they are everywhere and that they're all sharing information. Oh, so that more than certainly. Can, you know, is it more? Is it possible that somehow they're getting it from Odo? Because we know, and I don't remember if it's this episode or no, it was. It was this episode, wasn't it? Where they're on their way to Cisco's party, and Odo says to Julian, like, "Oh yes, oh, no, it was last episode, I think." Sorry, I'm confusing myself. There what was a, the there was an episode recently where Odo and Julian are walking down the hall together, and you know, Odo makes some comment. About, oh, yeah, it was. It was last week. About Jadzia and Lita hanging out together a lot. And okay. Julian's like, do you just have, like, files on everybody? And Odo's like, no, of course not. But, you know, uh, Julian, you had two something or other pastries this morning. And as a doctor, you should really know better or something. Julian, you've got the squirts and it's really weird. <laughs> is it is it in some way, like, possible that because he's part of the... World Wide Web or whatever the fuck they call it. They don't have a, they don't have a hive mind. <laughs> well, not yeah. the great, like, that's yeah, you, well, I no, think I it's... know, but I just mean like because like Odo so has notes on everybody. It's very. Something... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's it's very safe to assume that at this point the changelings have access to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so maybe they have access to his. I mean, they could right. very well be. On Ambassador Krajinsky and, and have you know no it's it, it's Morn Morn's been a shapeshifter the whole time everybody mm. tells their secrets to Morn he That's yeah he's everyone's true. best friend mm. so speaking of Odo since I brought Odo up um, can I hearken back to a moment at the the like congratulations Captain party mm-hmm. did you guys notice they sing for he's a jolly good fellow mm-hmm. to Cisco. And when they first start, Odo's like in the back and he's looking at them like, how the fuck do you all know the words to the song? And at <laughs> some point he catches on and is like, he's a jolly good fellow. I did not notice that. It was beautiful. It was I, like I gotta most, go rewatch that. I'm not usually someone who notices anything, but it was really <laughs> this just fucking great moment of him being like, Ugh, fucking solids, what's wrong with you? And then, like, he kind of gets into it. Like, by the third, he's a jolly good fellow. He was like, oh, yes, I know the words. He's a jolly good fellow. It's like that, uh, it's like that Rocco where they'd all been uh, rehearsing without him. Or like in Enchanted when uh, McDreamy is like, how do you all know the words to this song? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that movie. I think everyone has. I'd never even heard of it to start it with. It was a Disney movie, I think, where, like, an animated princess goes out into the real Live th- 3D world? human action mm-hmm. world, yeah. And yeah, she it's sort of a self-parody. Last it's, action it's, hero. It's a that's good one. one. It's a good movie, honestly. Anyway, that's all. Odo was doing a cute Odo thing. I missed that. I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to look out for that. So, yeah, uh, as you mentioned, Odo does the dirty. He. Uh, oh, yeah, that's he's, what I... He's the first changeling to harm another being fair it seemed like that other changeling was trying to harm him first so he actually did start harming him first like Odo seemed to be in pain and it was funny because at the beginning we have this like foreshadow thing where Odo's like oh I don't want to be the first or whatever Jake do that in a better Odo impression would you alright hang on nailed it that's exactly what it was like beautiful yeah, so no, I, I would I would call that self defense because it looked like the other changeling was fucking him up. The the other yeah, changeling was... was trying to force him to connect. 
Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was the great link, but that's it was a bad fucking, link. That's rapey. Yeah, there's like it a was rapey the, no, it really was. consent problem uh, yeah. there. I don't like there. that at all. Yeah, no, it's definitely like I, I'm starting to think that when they say that no changeling has harmed another, they might have a very specific definition behind of, that. I mean, here's the thing: the only people we've ever heard say that are the changelings. Kind of like how the only people we've ever heard say Vulcans don't lie are Vulcans. Mm. So, but they don't lie, so. Yeah. The hips don't lie. James, are you uh, a Vulcan? God damn it! They they don't lie. Yeah, I liked I liked Odo's response when Eddington was being super racist at him, being like, "So you're a changeling? What would you be hiding as right now?" And Odo's like, "I don't know. I'm not this changeling. I'm an individual. We're not all the same. What the fuck is wrong?" I'd be with hiding you? as your mom, but she'd be too fat to fit in this Jeffrey's tube. <laughs> Jesus! Oh, no. <laughs> that would be a very '90s joke. So in character with Odo, for yeah, sure. That would be that, that would be uh, an, o- I can Odo down is, a rat, uh, but uh, I can't stretch out to be your mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! If, uh, if I'm deep, not, I don't have enough goo to be your mom. <laughs> if Deep Space Nine was an MTV series, held hosted by Wilmer Valderrama. Hey, no, nice. he was a fucking fetus at that point. <laughs> if I if I was this changeling, I'd just be inside your mom. Heyo. Mm. I don't know. That also feels like I don't know. Listen, just delete it. I can't yeah. handle it. Aww. It was funnier in my head. Timestamp: forty-five minutes. Delete. Thank you. Thank wow. you. Yeah. <laughs> fifty. Fifty minutes. Thirty seconds. Actually. Oh well, we started at wow. different times. Clearly. Uh, anyways, but that is a good reminder that we've talked about this episode for a long time, and we still got some long other stuff time. to get to. So I don't know if we want to wrap this one up and move on to our wrap-up. Let me see. Did I have anything else that's interesting or fun? The original working title was Flashpoint, but then I guess they held a contest for like con- for people to like enter in what they thought the title should be. I'm not sure how that worked, but that's what, that's what I read, and apparently <laughs> so the adversary was, was the winner. They first released it, and it was like, episode 23, untitled. What the fuck? <laughs> No, I don't know how it worked. I just read that little, that one sentence and I didn't look further into it because I was like, that's funny. Yeah, I saw that. I wanted that too. It's like, do they, do they just tell you what the episode was? Yeah, like how do you so like a bunch otherwise? of people? Maybe they like focus grouped it. <laughs> Spoilers, mm-hmm. but Maybe. yeah, that could be it. I was said, good, but it seemed like the thing that I just saw. The thing's real oh, good. No. And then they just, they just kill that could person. Could you call it the thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've never yeah. even seen the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it the thung. The, the thang. Past, the past tense of Ooh, thing thang is thung. feels very Thang's late 90s, good. early 2000s. Yeah. yeah, and also in this episode, this is the most morphing we have seen yet. That's Pro- true. I think it's even more morphing than we've seen for the rest of the third season combined. Mm. And it was a lot of work. I, I don't doubt it. Yeah, no, it was so worth it, too. Is that sarcasm, James? Yeah, it looked bad. Yeah, it did. It looked, it looked like total it shit. It looked bad. Oh, come on. It blew our minds in 1995. Oh, yeah. Oh. Not for, me. For I didn't see it. So which crew member do you think, like, took a little bit of that, like, crumbled shapeshifter and smoked it to see what would it be like? Eddington. Julian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Together. They, they popped it in a bong and... O'Brien and, stopped by and was like, what are you guys doing? And they were like, uh, nothing. Go away, O'Brien. <laughs> Got a harsh like, arm. Right. No one wants you here, O'Brien. You're right. fun for drinking. All right, fellas, I'll go. I know what I'm you're, welcome. You're fun for drinking in darts, but not this shit. 
You can't mm. handle the truth. Morn's there, though. And fuck yeah. He's the one that rolled the blunt. <laughs> I do like how the, the shapeshifter was very courteous not to, to actually kill anybody on the ship. Like, Well, we don't know what happened to Kurjensky. Well, yeah, well, f- that, fuck that guy. No, no, it, it clearly snapped the neck of the guy that was with That's true. Cisco. Yeah. That guy was dead. His, he had, like, eyes open dead. Oh, that's true. Oh, that is I, the universal symbol in TV. Eyes open, dead. Eyes yeah, closed, I read, knocked out. I read who that guy was, too, and that guy was a, stunt, a stunts person who was also in the, the two Mirror Mirror episodes. Oh. Or the two, you know, um, Mirror Universe episodes. He was the eye patch guy, the one-eyed guy. Huh. And I guess he addressed the, the folks casting the show being like, you know, I'd probably have a counterpart in this universe. <laughs> and they're like, fine, go ahead. You can do whatever you want, whatever. Nice. So in his, in his own headcanon, he is the same character. You know what? The- it's, I'm down. That works. Yeah. I like T- that. Pity he's dead now. Yes. But eye patch guy, he's probably still around. As I say, Hopefully. you know, the the in this universe, you know, we set our we set our phasers low so we don't actually hurt the changeling and just, you know, destabilize them a little bit. Mirror universe, they know how to deal with the changeling. <laughs> you explode those motherfuckers. <laughs> yep. Yep. You actually, that was Julian. That them. was wasn't that Julian that exploded <laughs> uh yeah. Mirror Odo? Yeah, no, Julian fucking Julian knows how Odo. to deal with it. For some yeah. reason, when you mentioned they know how to deal with changelings, I just pictured, like, Judge Doom or whatever in, in uh, <laughs> uh, fucking Roger Rabbit, and everyone's like, oh my god, it's Doom! <laughs> Except the <laughs> Doom thing, it looks like it's, oh god, that fucking movie gave me nightmares. He's so creepy at the end. Mm-hmm. Such a good movie, though. Such a movie. Oh, Remember me, Odie? Fucking... <laughs> and I talked just like this! <laughs> No, it's Renee Auberjonois' actual voice. Oh, <laughs> it's a callback, and it's a great one. <laughs> all right, let's let's now that, now that we're just talking about the mirror universe and all this other bullshit, let's talk about the season as a whole. Weaker than it last was, season, it was a season. Yeah, yeah. Looking at the at the list at the whole list of episodes, I'm like, there are more bad episodes than last season, and fewer good episodes than last season. But I think there were some very strong episodes. There were. This season. Yeah, not as so not as strong as, as season two, though. I thought season two was better. Mm. Season two had The Wire. I like that we're slowly getting more of the Dominion arc revealed to us, but it is very slow. I, yeah, for some reason, I had thought that like simmer. season three really kind of kicked it into gear with the well, Dominion stuff. It looks like that's going to be next season. Yeah. With this cliffhanger we just got. Yeah, I feel like this whole season, because if you remember... La- the last season ended with the Gem Hadar, which was really the intro introduction of the Dominion. Yeah, and then thank you for clearing what you meant by intro. I was lost. Oh yeah, well you know I I, I don't I don't like to speak in abbreviation because I know some of our listeners. Anyway, um... <laughs> Jake knows some of our listeners. I do know. I know Jake, a couple. You probably of them. know all of our listeners. Oh, that's really they're, sad. They're all right here right now. Oh, oh. hey Rossi. Oh. <laughs> I here. listen every week. Oh, thanks, Rossi. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I know when that when we get into season four, they were originally planning to do their original plan for this episode, which would have been the Changelings on Earth big cliffhanger two parter kind of a thing. But then, and this is going to surprise everyone, they learned that they were going to get a new cast member in season four, so they changed their plan. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that next week. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. You're right. I was a little disappointed in this season. It was a little underwhelming overall, but I still think yeah, there were some strong crap. episodes. I think they were, like, settling into the serialization a bit more. Mm. I think that's what... Because there's a lot of stuff scattered throughout it that's important and interesting and stuff like that. But it's definitely a weird mix of episodic and serialized. I don't think they were quite comfortable with that yet. Mm. And that might be part of the problem. Yeah, because I think... I feel like most of the episodes that I consider the baddies of this season were more the episodic ones. Mm. Which is interesting. See, because for me, I had, like... I went into this with only four, oh god, fuck these to death episodes. So I only had to nix one. Well, let's find out what they were. Uh, Whereas I think I had like a harder time narrowing down favorites. Really? I had very few favorites. tried to give him a great segue. Nope, he walked right over it. Sorry. He shit on your segue. In his his defense, he was trying to make a point, but I I just wanted you to know that I saw your segue and I loved it. All right. Well, let's, let's, let's reverse back into that segue. Beep, do segways go into this? They probably beep. do. So, Chris, what are those bad ones that you didn't like so much? I guess we're starting with me, all right. Yeah, we are, because you you started it. You've You're been volunteered by, by Ames, and you ignored her, three. Uh, her segue, so you deserve to go in, first. In order. Yarp. From fucking bad to fucking abysmal. To fuckest bad. Uh, <laughs> Meridian, because I in no way believed that Dax and that guy were in love. Or that they were and, actually professional actors. Oh. And the whole subplot with Kira was just gross. Oh, Remember yeah. that subplot? That's the one where uh, Jeffrey oh, Combs wanted one. Hollow yeah. Kira. Yeah. Trying to trick her into the Hollow. So that was that was just really uncomfortable. Yeah. Second worst fascination. Mm. Real bad. Uh, so bad. Really bad. And not just worst of the season, but probably one of the worst Star Trek episodes I've seen so far, and I've seen TAS, Distant Voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Such bad, bad. trash. Such a Dumps- fucking... Unmitigated dumpster fire. Such... Oh, like I said, that was like... Happy that was season one TNG bad. Yeah, pretty you. bad. Oh, God, yeah, that creepy-ass bullshit. I just... Uh, oh, I mean, the makeup was better than expected, and that's the only nice thing I can say about it. Absolute yeah, fucking garbage. Yeah, the age makeup was good. I will give it mm. that, too. Oh, anyway, yeah, no, just... Some of the lighting they did was good. The lighting sure. in Quark's bar when it was under attack was good. Yeah, I'll give you that. There but you everything else was just... Yeah, like why? Like stupid and why? So bad. Like, if this doesn't make my bottom five of DS9 overall, I'll be shocked. <laughs> Me too. Next. Who wants to go next? I will. Rossi. Hi. Rossi made a list. Of course I, I told did. him to make a did list. Did you check yeah. it twice? So, so I was only able to watch the back half of the season. Um, I I am refreshed on the first half, but that that kind of uh, tempered some of my choices. I think uh, distant voices definitely on there. Bashir mm. Nakoma was absolutely terrible. Yep. Um, <laughs> the acting the acting didn't work. The script really didn't work. The one thing I will say that was kind of cool in that was they did have that one scene which was done all in one take. That's um, true. Which they did I thought was kind of cool, it. They did right? I don't the like if you're gonna intersplice with close-up shots. Like, there's no reason to do the scene in one take if you're not gonna take advantage of that. So even that's kind of wasted. And the yeah, the acting the acting feels a little off too. I think because it was one like six or seven minute scene that they were doing all in one take. Well, and, and all the actors. 
the scene where where Cisco, not Cisco, Julian meets up with the other members of the crew when they're having a fight. Oh, yeah, and they're all acting weird. Well, yeah, also that and scene they're all acting sucked. like facets of his personality, and it's. it's Dumb. Yeah, God, and, it's and it's so easy stupid. to not realize that it's a that it's a single take because they interspersed cut you know cut it cutaways and yeah and I would I wouldn't have known yeah, if I hadn't dumb. read about it in a book. Yeah. I when I was watching it, f- there was something about it where I was kind of like I think this was done in one take, which confused me because again because of the inserts. Hmm. What else uh, didn't you like? Also, didn't like Ghost Planet with Meridian. <laughs> um, <laughs> that just. Uh, it just felt very weak. I'd actually forgotten about the Kira subplot on that one, which is just really, really terrible. And I would actually go with Through the Looking Glass mm. as one of again? my least liked The Mirror ones. Universe one. Mirror, mirror. mirror Universe where Benjamin Sisko has sex with two people who Three. he At works least. with. Only two? At least. Probably only two. I don't... Smiley. So I, three yeah. then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you know, he had sex with Jadzia and Kira, and that's messed up. Here's the thing. In some ways, it's perfect, because, you know, now he doesn't have to be a sex pest to his crew. I guess? But it was, it was not, it was not the same Jadzia and Kira. No, but it's still the same. I mean, yes, yeah, but now everybody he's, wants he's to so worried. Don't worry, Jake. I'm not having sex with you. I'm having sex with someone who looks exactly like that you. Is, and that's just I'm actually basically. okay And I'm really into it. I am 100% okay. As long as the alternate me... I probably should have picked a different person. As long as the alternate me is into it, you know? That's the thing, right? So alternate Jadzia uh, and alternate... Kira were both into it, so... Well, and they were the ones who, like, suggested it, in my opinion. So, I think they are into it. I think if we should be upset for anybody, it's for Cisco. Yeah, he he didn't want to fuck his crew. I I still think it's, it's extremely questionable. Is, is is my is my main I, my main feeling on it? Yeah, I consider anything in the mirror universe is just fanfic. Yeah, it really. You think is. Uh, you think Ben got back to the prime universe and kept suggesting to Dax she should cut her hair? Ah, uh, no. See, that would be creepy. That would be yeah. the problem, right there. No, I know. That's, that's what that, happened. That was, really that was the joke. Oh, good one. Sorry. They can't all be. She jokes. did have dope hair, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that hair yeah. really suits oh, yeah. her. Right. Did no, we get three should've... from you, the Rafi, or... yep, the, look yep. was good, distant, too. Distant Voices, Meridian, and Through the Looking Glass. Yep, yep. Fair, fair, fair. Mm-hmm. Ames, you go. Ames will go. I have four, two of which I know are fucking shit, and the other two I'm going to pick one at random right now. Woo! Uh, it's going to be profit mode of what am I fucking thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I even... Th- like Meridian, bad, stupid. Profit motive, though, I just fucking can't stand it. It's just... Nothing but jokes after Too jokes much wacky after jokes. Fun for Ames. Uh, yeah, and I don't do wacky fun, and I got infuriated with profit motive because it's fucking bullshit. Uh, so that one's on my bad list. Uh, and then surprise. the other two baddies shouldn't surprise literally anyone because they're fascination and distant voices. Nice, nice. Because everyone knows they're fucking garbage. No, they're terrible. I, I will say it did not make my top list, but I do enjoy Profit Motive as an episode. I know you do because you're you. I thought it was all right. I would never make it a favorite, but I definitely yeah, no, it's not a top. Not the worst either. It's definitely in the bottom twenty-six. <laughs> Agreed. I think it's in the top twenty-six. What? All right, uh, Caitlin, tell us, tell us some stuff. All right, least awful to most awful. Uh, Meridian. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Fascination. Distant Voices. 
Wow. <laughs> okay. Wild. Exactly the same as mine. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then my list, I think, might be a little surprising. Are they the same ones? It's Distant Voices. Yeah. Fascination. <laughs> and Meridian. See, now I'm glad I put in profit mode, yeah, so they're not, we're not you all You added some variety. You and Rossi yeah. Yeah, and had, a, had a, a wild card yeah. choice. It's going to be a really easy <clears throat> recap post to put together, though, Ames. Yeah, you're... You have, That's true. Well, you have to find five screenshots. Well, we'll see what happens with the tops. Well, but even so, I don't think we've ever true. had this much overlap. Yeah. That was a lot. Uh, so my top is just through the looking glass three times. <laughs> Gross. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it is, again, while I enjoy it, it is not a top, like, profit motive. The hard part is the order with these ones. I, I was, you don't I'm have to tell us in yeah, any particular order, No, Chris. no, we don't order it. You just say the words. Okie dokie. Uh, well, uh, civil defense. Really? That's attention Bajoran workers, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's I'm sorry, we're on tops. I always forget <laughs> when we move to tops. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, it's a great <laughs> episode. What the hell is yes, yeah, okay. no. Like, we're here some more bad ones. See, that's funny. I'm surprised that you're surprised, Ames, because I thought that you sort of saw a lot of the negatives in civil defense. I did, which is why, which is why, we got, but I know Chris loves that kind of shit. Fair so. enough. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Nope. yep, we're on our tops, and I forgot yeah, yeah, yeah. already. So yeah, attention for drawing workers, and fucking the little uh, replicator turret, and oh, yeah, the turret was fucking uh, Ducat and Garrick sniping at each other. It's just too fun. It's too fun. Uh, there's Brian actually crawling there's, around. Not gonna lie, there's a very strong theme with my tops this 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 time. Because, Cardassians. Yeah, ah. my other one is, and I'm. Are we allowed to make a two parter, just a single episode? No. We yeah, aren't. If it's to gonna, if one. it's the die, yeah, if it's because, the die is cast and the other one, then I'm gonna say no. Yeah, because those are really two different episodes yeah. that just happen to be tied together. Oh, boo! Then pick I'll one. pick. It's the die is cast. That's the better. It's the, the die is cast. Yeah, die is cast because yeah. all kinds of Cardassian weirdness and second skin. Word. More needlessly elaborate Cardassian plotting. So yeah, it's all Cardies all the time for me this time. I don't blame you. Nice. I love them Cardies. <laughs> you play the cards as they're dealt. Did you want to jump in here, Ross? You go in the yeah. same order? Or do you yeah, care? same order. So, yeah, so I'll, I also have Civil Defense. That's definitely my kind of episode. People, like, kind of bottle episode where you're dealing with a crisis. I really like yep. those. I also did the Dias cast, despite a lot of the weaknesses around that particular episode with some of, like, you know, why are the Romulans and Cardassians doing these things in this way? They're supposed to be smarter than that. The Odo and Garrick stuff was just really, really, really good. And that's why I think I'm I'm putting it as high on my list. And actually, Visionary, which is the oh. O'Brien time travel episode. That again, is a fun episode. Again, despite some of the the weirdness behind it, I yeah. I love that from that episode forward, it's a different O'Brien than the one we've been watching the entire show before that. And not that we would notice, right? <laughs> well, it's only well, a couple he, hours. He did but have it, that really good dart streak. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um. And but I I'm a huge fan of O'Brien. I really like the O'Brien centric episodes and I enjoy time travel episodes. So it was a good combination for me personally. It was definitely under consideration for me. Yeah. So and those are my three. Cool. cool, cool. I'm going to give you my three. All right. This is one where I have a couple that are close. So the 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 two that are at the top, I know which ones those are. Uh, Second Skin is fucking great. Nana Visitor rocks it as a Cardassian. Hell yeah. Yep. 
The Dias cast, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop up there um, because Odo and Garrick are great. The rest of the episode, meh, but the Odo-Garrick stuff really brings it to a head. And I'm going to have to pick the next one. Is it going to be Visionary or the House of Quark? House of Quark was also on my consideration yeah. list. Yeah, that was, one I was is having a hard time with that as well. Yeah, I think it's going to be Visionary too. Because even though the science, well, you can't think about the science and have no. it make any sense... But the story is interesting, and O'Brien does a great job being fucking destroyed constantly. Over and over again. So that's my list. Sorry, House of Quark. Almost made two different lists. I guess it's me, right? Yeah, let's let's go, Caitlin. So, least favorite to most favorite. Family business. I just Mm -hmm. loved family business. That was a good episode. Moogie! And I love (laughs) Moogie, and I love seeing, like, the family dynamic, Quark being a little bitch i liked i liked seeing quark have to realize that his mom was like a fucking better ferengi than he was like that was great he's a bitch i also chose Dai's cast because odo and garrick and my top was second skin because that episode was great it wasn't just like because nana visitor is incredible and like watching this character have to like come to grips with possibly being what she hates most in her life, Mm -hmm. but being able to, like, overcome that a little and have a good relationship with the guy who thinks he might be her father. Yeah, I love him a lot, too. Like, I thought that was really nice. Like, I just thought it was, I just thought it was great. So, there you go. Rock. Mr. Jake. Nice. Give us some news. In uh, no particular order, I have The Dies Cast, Mm -hmm. uh, Second Skin, and... Even if you won't do it, I gotta give some love to my girl Grilka, the House of Quark. Oh, good. I'm glad House of Quark is on the list. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, so am I. I really want to just go find a good screen ca- screenshot of Grilka, though. That's why. Oh, yeah. yeah she's yeah. she's great. No, she is. Wow, a lot of consistency there. Yeah, I mean, cast, did yeah, we well, all have Dias cast? We did. Well, as I yeah. said, like, looking at this season, I felt like there weren't a ton of good, and I, I feel like... There were more bad than usual, but we but we knew which ones were the bad ones. And I didn't wildcard anyone. That's well. Simple defense Chris is a like, little uh, more wildcardy. And my third favorite, uh, time zero. No, I think <laughs> I think simple defense is objectively good. I don't think that's wildcard. I think that's a good. Uh, yeah, no, it's like I didn't I didn't uh, I didn't profit motive or mirror universe oh, like anybody. Well, yeah. No, I was like I'm I was sure their part of you was afraid of that was gonna happen. Yeah, I didn't think you thought civil de- defense was top three worthy. I thought you would have gone something like like House of Quark. It was again. It was very strongly in consideration. Mm. But at the end of the day, just the Ducat swagger. I think I might have said it in the episode. Now I understand why people want to fuck him. Oh, yeah. Like, before that episode, I was like, I don't get... Oh, okay. Yeah, when he's got a laser turret going off behind him and he doesn't fucking flinch. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that is that is a fuckable lizard. <laughs> oh, my. That's what I said about Gareth in Mass Effect. Whatever <laughs> his name is. Mm. So um, now I'm thinking, because we're, we're going to move on to do a thing really quick, and I think now maybe we should have added Ducat to our list. Oh. It's never too late. I mean, you can still put him in your story. That's so, true. So folks will remember, we like doing fanfics every so often, and we realized, oh, we should give ourselves some time to write so that we can get another one out in a couple of months. So that Caitlin can wait till the day before anyway. As usual, as usual. And it won't be the same as what we usually do at the end of a series where we do a whole, a full series fanfic. But we're just going to do a a couple quick, 
uh, teleplay style stories. And we're each going to pick a main character to be the center, the, the focal point of our stories. Well, we're, we're not picking. We're going to randomly have picked Rossi's Rossi's going I to randomly in control. pick. He is the, the ghost in the machine. I but am then, the dice master. But then tell them the really fun part. Yes, when we you read them. I don't think it'll be really fun. It's going to be really so fun. you do that. So normally we just read our own stories. This time we're, we are going to play the cast in our teleplays yes yep. and then i'm going to regret it because there are i'm in a room with three actors <laughs> and me you've acted so. before you, you can just play keiko in all of them i can't i can't be our designated bitch. Keiko. that's true every story must prominently include keiko yeah. Here's the thing. every story must write Keiko well for a fucking change yeah if, yeah yeah there should be you, you, you'll get Keiko. top prize in this thing that is not at all a competition but you will still get top prize <laughs> if you happen to make a good story for Keiko so a love story between Keiko and Ducat mm. I actually okay. love that idea Where it turns out O'Brien just wants to be cuckolded I could buy that about O'Brien what totally would a lizard a... version of cuckold be? What do you mean? Like, as opposed to I don't know. Bowl? I feel like cuckold is more like, you know, it's more like a chicken term. Well, I actually think so it, what it, would, it, what would it has something, it actually it has something to do with, no, no, it has something to do with bulls of all things. Yeah, you have horns. It's when, it's like if yeah. your partner has horns, that's, they've cuckolded. I had no idea it was a term from the animal kingdom. That makes it even more it, disgusting. It comes from ancient Greek or something, is, I think. It is such an old word that there's literally a flag from England in like the 1400s where a group of people was storming a castle and one of the invading group's flag basically said come out you cuckold nice and I'm not <laughs> that, kidding that, are you sure that just wasn't like a, a photo at a Trump rally or something no no this is a real this is a real thing oh no I lied Wearing the horns as a term does have something to do with the ancient Greeks, but the actual word cuckold, according to Google, is from the old French cuckouage, from cuckoo, comes from the habit of the cuckoo laying its eggs in oh, another bird's nest. Oh, someone else's nest. nest. Oh, so shit. It is a bird, oh, so it is a bird term. Bird. Yay. All right, let's get it off of birds and let's do, do some name drawing. Yeah. Who wants, to, who wants to draw the first name? Me. Caitlin. All right, Rossi is going to use a random number generator to pick one of the seven, and we're going to cons consider the, the seven uh, main characters that you probably And those characters are Cisco, Kira, Julian, Odo, Quark, O'Brien, and Dax. Yeah. And we're no, no Worf yet, because we haven't found him yet. So, Rossi, draw, All right. roll a die for Caitlin. Okay. Caitlin, you have Odo. Oh, I you win! won. You totally nice. won. I win the whole game. Nice. Thank you, Odo. Man, right. yeah, but the next? problem is, is honestly, this was like a real Harry Potter moment, which I, uh, where I was like, please give me Odo, and really, Odo, are you sure? Because you're gonna fuck it up. No, I definitely want Odo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but you're gonna blow it. Uh, we should probably go in a consistent order so that we don't fuck with randomness. What? No, fuck no, you. I pick doesn't... next. Ames is next. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, Ames, you've hey. got Quark. Oh, you right. you won second prize. I think that's great. Honestly, Quark's fun as fuck. I don't know. I have to make sure it's not fun. That's the trick. 
That's true. Fuck, what a waste. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm still pretending to be in charge. Let Chris go next. I really All hope right. Zek is in your story. No, nope. <laughs> Zek, Zek, I would kill Zek. Oh my God, I was going to say, it could be Zek's funeral. <laughs> hey. That would not be funny, right? I mean, it would be not funny. No, it would be his. Well, the reading of his, the, the playing of his will, of his vi- yeah. his video will would be interesting. Fuck! Now, <laughs> I, wish, now I wish I got Quark. See, this is what happens. Yep. <laughs> you don't regret having Odo. Come on. No, I would never Chris. regret having Odo. Yo, I'm sorry. Oh no, Jedzia. You have Julian. Oh, oh okay. no, that's even worse. I, I I wanted O'Brien, but I'll take Julian. And you can't use any of the cool later season Julian stuff. Yeah, it has to be all loser early season Julian. <laughs> that's true. Sorry, dog it's Julian. Just a tel- it's just a teleplay where he just keeps jizzing in his pants. Like, that's the whole show. It's just going to be ten minutes of him and the chief playing darts. Darts. You mean like that episode the other day? What was that? Yeah. In um, Shakar, the second half of Shakar. Yeah, where his like, shoulder is, exploded. Yeah, the whole B plot of that episode bullshit. was was just O'Brien good at a thing. Yep, was that ridiculous. was it. There wasn't Briefly. anything weird. Oh, no, it's he better, broke his arm for no reason. <laughs> it's better than the magic luck episode. Oh, that oh, episode God, was That basically was Rivals. magic luck. The first second, the second note I wrote after Darts was luck of the Irish. Uh, what's Jake got? Jake, I swear I didn't do this on purpose. You've got Jadzia. Yay! <laughs> so lucky. All right, Jake, you are tasked writing a everyone's good favorite Jadzia. character. She's I don't Jadzia. know. You could just, you could just so write like a really horrible boys. play where she's just obsessed with boys all the fucking boys! time. Boys, like, like Rossi. If you've been following along. Are we wrong that they've been doing a shit job with Jadzia? No, it's... Because I know um, people love her, and it's like, I haven't found anything to love in her yet. So the weird thing is, is like, I also... I remember, like, liking Jadzia as a character for some reason. It's because you saw her in past tense with them titties. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, okay, yeah, she's, like, you know, attractive, but, like... I've, you know, when I rewatched, you know, Deep Space Nine less than like 10 years ago, it was, it was probably like eight to six years ago. Like I would have been, you know, being like, oh, character stuff like that's important to me now. I'm no longer a teenage boy. And I just she's she's been handled horribly almost without fail every single time she's had an episode and they give her two to three episodes a year mm-hmm. and they still manage to like screw it up. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sounds like you don't know. Well, yeah. maybe Jake will fix that for us. Nope. Maybe. It's all boys <laughs> all the time. Also, he's decided he's got a player. Yep. I'm playing Jedzia <laughs> and I'm boy crazy. You should see boy the new boy Jedzia. that showed up on the station. Boys, boys, boys. <laughs> also, I'd, I'd like to apologize. I assume at least some of the neighbor's noisy ass whatever that is has made it through to the no, recording no not your neighbor's it's noisy been, ass it hasn't been bad. No. i can't hear it but I'm oh it's definitely showing up on my um no. waveform no. well let's wrap my, this thing up yeah. then. my windows are closed but they're whatever they're doing is exceptionally loud oh, i apologize God, tap that is, ass. is she singing again <laughs> no no it's someone across the street using oh, a power tool that neighbor yeah <laughs> Having trouble getting your motorboat going, eh? Yeah, Chris, could you, like, not let Chris. all that noise come through? Oh, so that was Jake. I know. That was 
My yeah, windows are know. old. <laughs> well, speaking of noisy neighbors, next week. Well, actually. Go on. Stop. Next week, we're going to talk about two more episodes of Deep Space Nine, and we kick off season four Ooh. with episodes, oh, The Way of the Warrior, parts one and two. Klingons are noisy neighbors, basically. Mm, it's true. Setting off illegal fireworks. That is the season three premiere. Four Four Four. premiere, sorry. Is this the sneeze of a Klingon? Well, if you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you can find A Star to Steer Her By where all fine podcasts are sold. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. You can also check us out online if you follow us on Facebook at A Star to Steer Her By. Oh, .com, I almost said. Wow. I just took a total Jake... A U-turn into Jake Town. What I meant was you can you can search a star to steer her by on Facebook.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Tumblr as SSHB Podcast, or you can check out our home on the web at SSHBpodcast.com. Thank you for joining us for episode 180. As always, I have been Caitlin. I have been Jake. This has been Chris. This has been Ames. I'm James. Yay! Yay. I'm here. You I'm were here. Go what are we starting? God damn it, Chris. Chris is going to cut that. Probably. I doubt it. It was funny. Future Chris, feel shame to pass Chris. I always do that.